0: So, hey, guess what? I am coming to you today, this week, from the beach. So, I totally understand that the auditory uh, part of this, the sound quality might be different. You know, that's the coolest thing about being a podcaster, is you can podcast while you do life. And that's fantastic, because this week, I've been at the beach Uh, Not exactly vacation, but my boys have been part of a baseball tournament that happens during spring break every year, and so that's what's been going on this week in our life. And I can pretty much like work wherever, and that is definitely a gig for me, absolutely a gig for me. So I have a couple things that I want to share with you that I have been reminded of this week as I have watched the waves, come in and go out and watch the shoreline or the coastline all week long. I've written about it in the past on a blog I used to write. I've written about it this week on social media. I've posted it in some uh, Facebook groups that are not my own, and I have had an unbelievable amount of response to it. Uh, It's kind of blown my mind. So I'm going to share it with you. I think there's something to say for, some, for content to be auditory so that you can sit back and listen to it, to let it resonate, to let it sink in where you're not actually having to read it. So let me get going on my intro real quick and I will meet you back on the other side. I got a few things to talk about when it comes to what I've been watching all week from my balcony. Welcome to the Uplift Effect podcast. This is Jill and I am the host and owner of the Uplift Effect Coaching and Consulting. I transform moms from and children from chaos to calm. That is my calling. It is what I love doing. And you are going to hear evidence of the two things that bring me to this podcast. First and probably most importantly, I am a mother of four children. And while they are not all tiny anymore, I have three teenagers at home, which, oh my goodness. And I have one uh, young adult that is in college. But the other thing is I come to this with a background as a grief and trauma therapist and have spent years helping families in crisis. And if you're wondering about the V formation, the birds, the logo, head on back to the very first episode. It's a very cool story. It is well worth a listen and it will help this all make much more sense. I am on social media, Facebook and Instagram. You can find me there. I also have a YouTube channel. Maybe that's how you're listening. But if you would like more information and how to work with me more directly to transform your chaos to calm, You can DM me through those avenues. Thank you so much for listening to the Uplift Effect podcast. Okay, I'm back and I had to abort the uh, back porch. So you are not going to be able to hear the waves anymore. And though I love the idea of that, the reality is is the wind was just starting to get out of control. So I'm back inside now and... The quality will be better for you. Um, So, I have spent the week uh, this week at a beach, and I have had the blessing of spending every morning drinking my coffee on the back deck of a balcony and watching the ocean. There have been so many things this week that I have had running through my mind. And you know, there's a reason why people go to the beach when. They are stressed when they need some time to relax and to unwind. Um, That's not exactly why I'm here. It is spring break and my boys had a baseball tournament, so it hasn't exactly been the same type of scenario. But I have made the best of what I could and I have spent every morning, uh, some of the afternoons and evenings... At the on the back porch, I have gone down to the beach some as well. Um, the weather hasn't been amazing, so um, it just is what it is. But I have some things that have come to mind as I have watched from the balcony and I have watched the ocean, and you know there is something that is incredibly soothing about the sound of the ocean, the movement of it, the smell of the salt water. The feeling of the sand and the warmth and and all of those things. And so I I love most all things beach. But I'm reminded that there's a lot of metaphors that are here. And I wrote about it, as I told you, um, in a blog years ago. Because I used to live in uh, Florida, close to the beach. I've written about it this week on my social media sites, and I've had unbelievable responses to that, that have just really, um, where people have shared their stories, that is incredible. But, um, you know, one of the things I addressed is the movement of the waves. And, you know, there's this dance on a coastline that happens as the wave comes in and the tide moves in, it always brings something with it. There's an exchange then that happens, and then the tide then goes back out. It takes some things from the coastline with it, and then it comes back again. It brings some more things to the shore, and then it also then moves back out, and it takes things back out with it again. There's a process that happens there with that, and, you know, metaphorically speaking, it's so much like our lives Matter of fact, it's so much like grief. It's so much like trauma. It's so much like difficult, devastating blows. The the things that got pulled up from underneath us that we didn't see coming. Those are always the worst ones. When we were surprised, we weren't expecting it. The rejection that we didn't know was just around the corner. But here's the other thing that I have not written about, that I want to share with you here on this podcast, and you know, that's an issue of an undercurrent. So um, it's not always the popular thing to talk about, actually, because people would rather talk about the surface issues, because they really think X, Y, and Z, the thing they're calling me about, the behavior issues they're having with their children, is really about somebody else. And the truth is, is that most of the time it's not. It's. I mean, yes, those things can be problematic, yeah, but they're usually the symptom of something that's going on deeper. So we all know at a beach there's, you know, this undercurrent, this this cyclical thing that happens below the surface of the water, and it happens usually down somewhere around our knees, between our knees and our our feet, and it's happening below the surface enough to where we don't actually see it. The truth is we feel it. And I've had it take me under. I'm sure you have too. Uh, It's a little scary, (laughs) but we all want to come back up and go, I'm fine. I'm fine. Everything's fine. And the reality is, is we're kind of taken by surprise because we realize that undercurrent, the undertow. It takes us out quick. We don't always know when to anticipate it, how it works, but it pulls us from the bottom, yanks us from the bottom, and pulls us into the water. And it almost can act as if we're in a washing machine. It can spin us around, but it holds us under and it disorients us enough that we actually can't find the top. And I've been there, and oh my goodness, it's the scariest thing. Just before we got here, apparently there was a drowning that happened here at the beach. The unfortunate thing is as I looked it up and Googled it, it happened because when we got here, there were red flags that were um, up on the beach. It happened in water that we could all stand up in. That's how powerful an undercurrent is. There are a lot of drownings that happen here at the beach, that start off with an issue of an undercurrent and water that they could stand up in. But the undercurrent's too strong, and therefore they get turned around sideways, they can't find uh, their sense of direction, they can't find upright, and they get taken out under the water into deeper water. But it started off in something that was typically thigh high. Well, That same metaphor happens in our lives. It happens the same way in our coping skills um, or lack thereof when life goes wrong, when bad things happen to good people or to good kids, when the unexpected unfortunately happens and we're left to deal with things that are beyond our ability to cope. We don't end up getting help and we think we can kind of handle it and what we don't remember, and what we kind of get lost in the shuffle and we forget about is there's an undercurrent. There's always something happening deeper than we realize that starts to take a hold of us and it pulls us under. And oftentimes it's the thing that triggers a buoy effect. You know, the buoys that are out here that are intended to float on top of the water, But we, in our own lives, have the very same thing that we're trying to hold and suppress below the surface so that no one sees it, so that we can live in denial, so that we can think we have things under control. But actually, the reality is, is that it ends up emotionally and physically wearing us out to exhaustion. Exhaustion. Because the amount of effort that is required to hold that thing and suppress it so that we don't have to address the real issues ends up tapping us out and bringing us to the very end of our rope. So a year or two later, I get a call, right? And... People are having issues with X, Y, and Z. And it can be, I mean, I've had all variety of things. So I get calls all the time about symptoms. (laughs) And in the sweetest, nicest of ways, sometimes very direct, depending on who I'm working with, I have to remind my clients that it's actually, that's actually not their problem. It's their coping skill that they've been using. But the problem is actually much deeper than that. And if they're willing to journey the journey, if they're really wanting to get help, if they're truly wanting to heal and not just have a Band-Aid fix, because I don't do Band-Aid fixes, in case you don't know that about me, (laughs) I'm not willing to take those clients. I actually tell them no, that my program is not meant for them because I don't believe in that. Putting a Band-Aid on it just trying to treat with topical antibiotic ointment really isn't actually fixing the deeper problem. It's not healing. And so the truth of the matter is, is that as I've watched this speech all week long, every morning, sometimes in the afternoon, and then I've listened to it in the evening, even after it's gotten late, I have thought all week about my clients the stories, the tears, the devastation that they've experienced, the loss, the grief, all of the things. And the truth is, is that a lot of them, I don't even know all of the behind the scenes stories yet. I still only see the surface. It can take weeks and months to really get sometimes to the true issues. And that's okay. It's a process. It's a dance. It's like the waves on the ocean. It's a little give and take. It's, it's journeying the journey with them. But I want to remind you that if you happen to come and have a background that has trauma in it, if you've experienced a huge significant loss in your life, no matter what the situation is, if you have something that needs healing, most often time that healing needs to happen at a level that's way below the surface. You've been trying to keep a buoy tucked under the water so that people don't see it. It's exhausting. And you will get to the end of your rope. You will come to the end of your coping skills. (laughs) And, And you're going to struggle to continue emotionally exhausted is what people typically say. I can't continue. I'm emotionally exhausted. They're at the end of their rope and where they need healing is at a level. That's actually where an undercurrent is felt. It's way below the surface. It's not something you see at the top. And there is hope for that. There is healing for that. There is always a way, even in the worst of circumstances, because you don't know this about me, but I used to work in sex abuse with children I have seen some of the worst of the worst, and I have also dealt with death and dying and some of the most unbelievably sad circumstances, things that people should never, ever, ever have to see and witness, phone calls they should never get. And the truth is there's healing available for all of it. I haven't met anybody yet that was so far broken that there wasn't progress that could be made. I mean, I've seen some messes and I've seen people with psychological issues that were pretty severe. And yes, there's medication that's needed, sure. But there's always progress that can be made. So I just wanted to share that with you. Maybe it's a little heavier today than it's been other days, other episodes. But as I have watched this coastline all week long, morning after morning, afternoon after noon, I have watched it all week. And it's not the same today as it was days ago because none of us are. And I want you to know that if you find yourself in a situation in which you need healing and you need chaos turned to calm, there is hope for you. It's what I do. I have a framework that I call chaos to calm. A lot of it is based on a thing called trauma-focused cognitive behavior therapy And it's meant for people who are struggling internally. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think that it's all about what's going on with their kids. It's the external things when really most of it actually starts within us and who we are. So I just wanted to share that with you this week. I wanted to leave you words of encouragement that the truth is there's hope. As I've watched the waves come in and as I've watched them go out, As I've watched that entire dance all week long, what I am reminded of in every single dance, the giving and the taking, what that means is, is there's always movement. And as long as there is movement, there is hope because every second becomes a minute and every minute moves on. And then weeks pass and years pass. There is always hope for healing. And that means you too. So in closing out today, what I'm going to do is two things. Number one, I want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to the Uplift Effect podcast. Please subscribe. Please send it to your friends and family that you think it will help. But secondly, I'm just going to leave you today with um, the post that I used on social media this week that will remind you that there is healing on a coastline. Because there's a dance there, and it's waiting for you to find your own healing. So I want to leave you with that. Thank you, and I will talk to you next Monday. I'm sitting here watching the waves, thinking about each of my clients, their tears, their pain, their trauma, the losses, the fears that paralyze. As I watch this ocean, I'm reminded of a time years ago when I stood its shoreline broken in a million tiny pieces, totally devastated. I hurt so badly at that time when I started to cry, I could not come up for air. It was the closest I have ever felt to drowning and I was on dry ground. I'm reminded this morning of the movement of the waves What is brought to the beach, sand, and what is taken away and brought back again. The dance on a coastline of give and take. Today I want to remind you that your grief is the same. Your deep sadness, the pain that's bleeding out, rejection, trauma, it all has a cyclical nature for healing if you will not fight it. Let the waves come in. Change your shoreline as it may and take back what's no longer serving you. Back and forth the dance will continue and while you will never be the same, the shore isn't either. And it's still beautiful. There is hope for healing, sweet friends. You do not have to stay stuck in chaos. You can move into a new place and allow the tide to do what they do best, moving you through whatever you are stuck in and I am here to help you through it.